It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am your host, Tony Serino, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the podcast, we are continuing our 2018 position preview for the Pittsburgh Steelers today, talking about the outside linebacker group, a group that has traditionally been so strong for the Steelers, and yet in recent times, the position has been a real weakness for this team, and especially their inability to rush the passer with consistency 2018 hopefully is going to be a bounce back year for the position. We've got Bud Dupree now going into his fourth year. Uh, hopefully he can be healthy going into this season. And, and a lot of people are expecting Bud Dupree to be a breakout player uh, for this team. TJ Watt alongside him, who had such a great rookie year last year. He, again, has so many expectations as a as a blossoming second-year player. Uh, the Steelers could be okay at, at edge rusher this year. There will be concerns about depth, and we're going to talk about that today. Before we do that, let's start today with some news and notes, and the big news of yesterday was the NFL's supplemental draft. Again, this is a draft for players who, between the time when you have to declare uh, for the NFL draft, and that is January, uh, and now, right, if these players were ruled ineligible for the 2018 season for whatever reason, they can uh, petition to be entered into the supplemental draft. There were five players that did that, and two of them were selected yesterday, the first time in a couple years that anyone has been taken in the supplemental draft. Cornerback Sam Beal uh, was the kind of prize of the supplemental draft. He was a player who, if you listen to the draft experts, was considered to be a first or second round pick in the upcoming 2019 draft. Uh, So, He was kind of the the cream of the crop. He was taken by the New York Giants in the third round. Uh, Adonis Alexander, a player who the Steelers had uh, visited and seen at his pro day uh, for the supplemental draft, he was taken by the Washington Redskins in the sixth round. So he went as well. Uh, Brandon Bryant, another player who was in the supplemental draft, and the Steelers were at his pro day. Uh, he He signed with the Jets. Uh, shortly after the supplemental draft ended today. So the Steelers did not sign or draft anyone in this supplemental draft, and I think that was to be expected, right? As we've talked about before, the Steelers have never selected anyone in this draft, and uh, I, I, I didn't think this year was going to be the year. While it, it was enticing, certainly, that that Sam, you know, you could get a guy like Sam Beal who was thought of as this you know, very highly touted corner, could be a first-round pick in next year's draft, and you can get him... At a discount, right, the Giants got him for a third uh, third round pick. The Steelers would have had to use a second round pick to jump ahead of the Giants for that. But it was never, I don't think that was ever realistic, right? Even with someone like Brandon Bryant who came off of, uh, you know, who didn't get drafted and all you had to do was sign him. I think there were, first of all, for him, there were better places for him to go because, you know, when you look at safety on the Steelers, I know we're not all thrilled with the level of talent, right? I think you can say that in the entire secondary, right? We're not thrilled with the level of talent in the secondary, but I think there are enough bodies there, right? That just throwing another guy, especially a Brandon Bryant, right? Even Sam Beal, just throwing another Sam Beal in there, I don't think is going to add that much to the mix. And we're going to talk about the cornerback and safety position in a couple days. But I will say this, 
they are very deep positions that I again I agree with everyone who's who's concerned about the talent, but adding a Sam Beal, adding a Brandon Bryant, I don't think was going to solve anything at those positions. We have enough young players uh, at those positions. It's just about developing them at this point. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and then let's talk about the outside linebacker group for this team in 2018. I think there's equal parts excitement and pessimism about the group, right? There's, there's certainly excitement because of how young this group is, right? We're not, we're not bogged down by Arthur Motes or, or James Harrison or any of these guys, right? We're, we're going with the youth movement here. We're, we're all in on, on some of the young players that we've been taking over the past couple of years. And that is exciting because it's going to give an opportunity for Bud Dupree to become the breakout guy. It's going to give an opportunity for TJ Watt to be that breakout guy. It's going to give an opportunity for Chicolo to come off the bench as, as the first outside linebacker, a, a position he really earned last season and, and is now given that role you know, with, without competition. So that is exciting, right? Because the Steelers certainly need a breakout guy and they can't year after year continue counting on guys like James Harrison and Arthur Motes and, and some of the, the older veterans that they've had in the past couple seasons to come through for them. They have to develop real talent at this position. And so, you know, this is kind of them putting their chips in the middle and saying, one of these guys has to break through in 2018, right? And you got Keon Adams, who was a uh, seventh-round pick last season, who was hurt all of 2017. He's also there as kind of your fourth outside linebacker. So th- that's exciting, right? Because... <laughs> We have these guys do have talent. It's about them showing it on the field. The pessimism comes in when we start talking about uh, not what have these guys actually accomplished. What what is Bud Dupree's best season he's had so far? Was it was it last season when he had six sacks? He played fifteen games. He had six sacks. That's 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 what we're counting on as our best edge rusher. T.J. Watt as a rookie was very good, but we're you know I don't think we're going to count on T.J. Watt to be a dominant pass rusher in this league because. The Steelers like to use him as a drop-back coverage linebacker a lot more than they like using him as a a rusher. I think they they dropped him into coverage more than any outside linebacker, more than any edge rusher in the league. Anthony Ciccolo is very good. He's he's good coming off the bench. He's underrated. But behind him, where's the depth on this team, right? We certainly could use a veteran like an Arthur Motes or a James Harrison just talking about some of the depth that we have. I think that's where some of the pessimism is comes in i i'm i'm equal parts excited and equal parts terrified of what this outside linebacker group is going to be in 2018 i'm right alongside you if you're saying bud dupree this is the this is the year for bud dupree this is the year he has to break out this is this has got to be the season where he finally shows that he can be a dominant pass rusher in this league i'm right there with you i I hope that that is the case but i'm i'm not convinced of that Right. And and the other half of me is very pessimistic in that, you know, this is year four of Bud Dupree. We haven't what we haven't seen out of Bud Dupree, we have not not only have we not seen him be a dominant pass rusher, we haven't really seen him get that much better year over year. Right? I think his best days were that ending part of twenty sixteen 
after he came off of uh, IR from that sports hernia, and he came back. You know, he he had to get his legs underneath him a little bit, but then by the end of 2016, you know, he really was a uh, he was a force at outside linebacker. It culminated in that gigantic hit he had on Matt Moore in the playoff game. That was kind of his peak, right? But he never that that's it. That's all we ever saw of him because last year, I don't want to say he was silent. He had his moments, but he's not a dominant rusher, and he doesn't bring the, the kind of tools that you need to be a dominant rusher in this league. He doesn't have the kind of repertoire of pass rushing skills. He's not he's not overly strong. He's not able to overpower his way to you know to the quarterback. So he has to use his speed rush at time. He doesn't have strong arms, so he can't keep uh you know he can't keep his reach on the tackle. He gets kind of in tight on him and gets moved out of the way a lot. And what happens to him more often than not is he uses his he tries to use his speed rush to get around the corner and tackles just kind of take him for a ride around the quarterback, right? Like he's on a carousel around the quarterback. You know, that that's where Bud Dupree has been so far. So we talk about no, but this is going to be the year for him. I, I'm with you. I hope that this is going to be the year for him. I just haven't seen the signs yet. And I know the Steelers are convinced that, no, 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 no. We're going to move him to the blind side. Quarterbacks aren't going to see him coming. And those moves, you know, that that edge rush, uh, the, the speed rush is going to work now. I, again, I'm not convinced of that either, right? I know that they they feel more optimistic about it. I don't. And so the Steelers with Bud Dupree, I don't know if we're ever going to see him get 10, 12 sacks in a season. I think he could be better this year. I think he could get eight or nine, which would be good. But it's not what this team needs. You know, John Ledyard back a couple months ago when he and I did that joint podcast when I took over here on Locked On Steelers, he said during that podcast that if Bud Dupree were to break out in 2018, it would change this defense from what it is today, which is a pretty average defense, to a great defense. And I actually agree with him in that assessment. I think this team is missing a dominant pass rusher. It's what what we talked about yesterday with Cam Hayward, right? Cam Hayward had 12 and a half sacks, but it it was it was you know coming from a three four end, it wasn't changing the way defenses game planned around them uh, around Cam Hayward, right? He had 12 and a half sacks and he was great, but it wasn't like when James Harrison and Lamar Woodley were coming off the edge in 2008 and quarterbacks were scared for scared for their lives every time they went back to pass. If Bud Dupree were to break out, yes, this team would go from being this this team would would it would change the uh the complexion of this defense so much. And on the other side, you can say the same thing about TJ Watt. If he were to develop into a you know into this dominant pass rusher, that would also change the complexion of this defense. But I'm, again, I'm less sure about T.J. Watt, not because I don't think he can be that guy. I think he's more polished in his game. Remember, Bud Dupree came in as, as more of a raw, athletic, project-type edge rusher. And so that's why I think the Steelers have been uh, so willing to kind of nurture him along here and, and you know get him, sign him to that fifth-year option because they believe that you know year four and year five are the times when, okay, now he's finally got the skill set. Now it's going to show on the field. With with T.J. Watt, I think you can see that earlier in his career. I think he, you know, T.J. Watt's rookie year was probably better than any year that Bud Dupree's had in his career so far. But that's because he was a more polished player coming out of college. Now the expectation for him is that he's going to make a leap as well in 2018. I just don't know that he's going to get he's going to be given the the pass rushing reps like Bud Dupree's going to be given. So I think we're going to see him more dropping into coverage a lot. Um, 
and, and and him being utilized in that way, where he's also very good. Right? I think the Steelers are are right to use him in that way. It just kind of makes them. I mean, it it make it puts more pressure on Bud Dupree to be you know quote unquote the guy. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ninety three percent of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a seventy five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And then if we stop talking about the starters for a second and start talking about the depth on this team, that's where when I look at this position, I just go, what are we doing? This is another part of where my pessimism comes in. While I am excited that we have all this young talent there, it scares me to death that it's Bud Dupree, TJ Watt, Anthony Ciccolo, really the same three that we had a year ago. And then beyond, beyond that, it's Keon Adams, the seventh round pick a year ago who sat out all of 2017 with injury and he got injured in camp. What? This is who you're counting on as your fourth outside linebacker? And let's not act like Bud Dupree and TJ Watt, you know, are these guys who are going to, oh, they're definitely going to play 16 games. These guys, they never get hurt. They're Iron Men out there. Absolutely not. Bud Dupree has had his fair share of injuries, and TJ Watt you know, had a couple, uh, uh, he got nicked up a little bit last year as well. So we're going to see Chicolo start some games this year. I'm, I'm sure of that. The only question for me is are we going to see Keon Adams start any games this year? I think that's possible too. And the other thing is, you know, the Steelers like to go with somewhat of a rotation at times at outside linebacker, trying to keep Bud Dupree fresh, trying to keep T.J. Watt fresh. I mean, are these guys going to have to play every single play at outside linebacker? Are we going to be able to afford to take Bud Dupree off the field when he's tired in the fourth quarter? Are we going to be able to afford to take T.J. Watt off the field when he's tired in the fourth quarter? We're putting on Chicolo and Keon Adams? We're comfortable with that? The Steelers are comfortable with that? I don't know. I don't know about that. That's where I get really concerned. And, and I, I look, I, I think I think Chicolo's underrated. I like Chicolo. I think actually Chicolo deserves that number three spot. What really worries me is the fourth spot. And the fact that it's Keon Adams and then, you know, a bunch of eh. You got Farrington uh Higuanin. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher these names. But Farrington Higuanin, who was on the team a year ago in camp, he was decent, but is he going to be your fifth outside linebacker if you keep five? Is it going to be the other, the undrafted guy, um, Adini? I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to see what this team does between now and the start of camp. We're about two weeks away now from the start of training camp. I'm really, really interested to see what this team does at the at outside linebacker. Do they take? An, do they bring back Arthur Motes? Do they? Do they get another outside linebacker in here for competition? Because I. I have, I, I've been shocked since the draft that this team didn't add anyone to compete with Keon Adams for that fourth spot. I mean, it's almost like, you know, he's a guaranteed, you know, he's got to make it. Uh, unless, you know, whether it be Higuanin or Adini were to, you know, were to have a great camp. Otherwise, you know, Keon Adams is your, yeah, he's your fourth linebacker by default. So, yeah, I, I this is an interesting position. You can go both ways, right? If, if, again, if, if this is the breakout year for Bud Dupree, well, we talk about breakout players. Let me put it this way. We talk about breakout players, right? We talk about, oh, could, is this the year for Sean Davis? Is this the year for Artie Burns? Is this the year for Javon Hargrave? Is this the year for, you know, all these other players, right? Cam Sutton, Brian Allen, and all these young players on the team. Matty Kavich. 
No one, no one is as important as a breakout player than Bud Dupree. If if no one else breaks out but Bud Dupree does, I mean, I'm with I'm with John Ledyard on this one. It changes the defense completely, entirely. And we go from being the average, eh-eh, so-so defense to being a very good to great defense in this league. I really believe that. Um, I think that you know we, we look for the playmaker who's going to be the star of this defense. If it's Bud, or even if it's TJ Watt, it, everything changes. Everything changes behind it. We stop worrying about who's going to play inside linebacker. We stop worrying about who's going to play free and who's going to play strong. Because what we're starting to worry about is getting to the quarterback and getting there with consistency. And that, that is where you want to be as a defense. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com is the email address. You can find me on Twitter at SteelerCountry, and I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the inside linebacking group right here on Locked on Steelers. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.